Hello and welcome to the Gen Up podcast. I'm Jenny Tomei. I'm a qualified nutritional therapist, personal trainer and eating disorder coach. In this new podcast series, I'll be giving you advice on topics surrounding eating disorders and disordered eating. Each episode is inspired by the kind of questions I get asked all the time by my community. You want to ask me anything? You can find me on Ask Gen Up on TikTok and on Instagram. Today, I'm going to be discussing how to improve your metabolism after an eating disorder. Now, I have seen a variety of different myths circulating around social media regarding this topic area. And today, we will be targeting some of these myths within the uh, common questions that I get asked. And I'm going to introduce you to um, Abby again today. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Abby is going to be asking me some questions regarding metabolism and eating disorders. So let's do this. So for people, some people are wondering, you know, if they're scared, I've messed up my metabolism from years of restriction. Um, You know, I'm very scared to increase my food intake due to weight gain. What can they do in regards to that? Yeah, no, a very common question. Now, well, unfortunately, when you've been through years of restriction, you know, you've, you know, obviously dieting, you're dieting, you've been under eating for a long period of time. Unfortunately, the weight gain is, you know, is inevitable. Your body will have to gain weight in order to repair the metabolism. So it is a process that your body has to go through, especially if someone has been suffering with, you know, things like anorexia, their body will have to repair and gain weight. But most some people do end up getting more weight than they originally started. But that is temporary. Your body will go back to its weight that it's meant to be just trust the process I know that's hard for a lot of people to accept as well (laughs) yeah no definitely um so how can people actually like improve their um, metabolism after an eating disorder yeah uh no definitely so very simple nutrition is key uh to your uh, metabolism so I always say you know think about the 80 sort of 20 balance you know we're not looking for perfect perfectionism in the diet so allowing yourself to enjoy the foods that you want to do so that 80 20 sort of balance so nutrient density is important so eating whole nutritious foods incorporating you know lots of essential fats into the diet you know things like olive oil avocado so all those sort of healthy fats oily fish most importantly you know increasing your food intake slowly so as i said just previously how do you improve your metabolism okay you know by eating more okay so but increasing your food slowly throughout the day and whether that's you know increasing in small meals mm. because some people find it hard you know after recovery from eating disorder it's very hard to increase your food intake so I would suggest spreading your meals throughout yeah. the day now, so not too big a meals otherwise you can end up with things like you know um bloating and all, all that if you're trying to eat a lot of food in one go so small meals regularly throughout the day protein mm. healthy fats and eating variety variety is important in the diet uh, okay that makes more sense um so like are there actually any specific foods that will speed up a metabolism at all uh no that is a myth <laughs> there is okay. no one food that will help speed up your metabolism there's not a lot of research done into that at all mm-hmm. um as i said the diet and also actually i forgot to mention rest so your metabolism is obviously optimized during rest so getting plenty of sleep as obviously sleep loss can impact your metabolism so at least you know seven to you know nine hours a night and you know the variety in the diet so more variety in your diet means 
better gut health as well yeah because we want variety in our diet with lots of fiber to help feed our good gut bacteria which is required for you know our hormones our digestive function 70 percent of our immune system is in within our gut as well right okay yeah yeah and the similar kind of question really how does exercise also improve metabolism or is that a myth as well uh yeah so with exercise um a lot of people with eating disorders tend to do you know a lot of cardio which is not necessarily the best for our metabolism because especially if it's like long duration sort of type cardio because that yeah because i'm sure like you know you've seen from fitness or it's all cardio you know get Mm. get on your spin bike get running yeah 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 it's definitely promoted more um isn't um weightlifting actually better i've heard yeah so so too much cardio and especially under eating is catabolic to the body so it can break down muscle tissue so yeah I do say for people who are in recovery from an eating disorder just incorporate you know two times a week a bit of strength training into your routine that will help to kind of you know build up your muscle mass which is essential uh, for your metabolism as well mm-hmm. and also I, for- I forgot to mention along with you know things like blood sugar balance that's also key to a healthy metabolism. So keeping you know, your blood sugar a balance. So when you're my, you know, so when your mitochondria, that's all like your energy cells yeah. within the body, when they are starved of glucose, you know, they cannot produce enough energy to properly power your cells in your body. Uh, so okay. yeah, so it's just feeding your body. And that means eating carbohydrates. So another myth, you know, carbs are bad. No, you shouldn't eat carbs. No. Yeah, no, I do remember when that used to be um, going around, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, what what was what messaging did you hear about carbohydrates? It was just on. Um, I just remember it being quite big on YouTube. So I would hear, I would actually watch people who were like, "No, you need your carbs. You need to be eating carbs." So that's how okay. I kind of initially found out that there were people out there who would kind of advertise carbs as a bad thing, um, which is obviously not the case because they are so youth- useful for your body. So. Yeah, no, definitely. They're essential for our energy and yeah. our metabolism. They feed our metabolism. They're, they're, you know, they're good for our thyroid function because, you know, obviously your thyroid runs your metabolism. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your brain is also saturated with glucose receptors. Yeah. So, which, you know, which comes from carbohydrates. And, you know, our brain uses at least 20% of our daily energy, energy expenditure. So that's a lot. Yeah, no, that definitely is a lot. Kind of like following on from that, what are the signs that show your metabolism is speeding up? Yeah, so really good question. The signs to look out for include like things like better digestion. So going to the toilet regularly. No, it's not a great mm. subject, but that is a factor of good digestive health, going to the toilet regularly. Yeah. A lot of people um, with eating disorders, especially if there's been a lot of restriction going on, they suffer with things like constipation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you know the stress or anxiety as well that can contribute to more constipation and and a heaviness feeling in the gut as well Um, more energy and focus so you know you can focus more your concentration is going up you have more energy Um, you feel warmer as well so a lot of people who under under eat you know feel quite cold all the time Mm -hmm. so their body starts to warm up um, you start to feel hungry again so your hung your hunger comes back your appetite comes back and that's a really good thing healthy yeah. appetite 
healthy metabolism. You're getting stronger. So perhaps you've, you know, you're doing well in the gym, you're getting, you know, you're getting stronger. So that's yeah. also a nice measurement to see in the gym. It feels good to be strong, I think. Yes, no, definitely. <laughs> um, better sleep. You know, you're sleeping really well, you know, you're seven to nine hours a night. And then most importantly, balanced hormones as well. Um, you know, a lot of people um, with eating disorders do unfortunately lose their period, but it does come back when their body is they're balanced and you know, their, their, their weight has gone up and they're still adequately eating, you know, enough food as well. Are there like any signs that do show your like hormones are imbalanced or are doing better? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of, there are lots of tests out there for that, but I always sort of recommend on that to go. It depends on the issue. Yeah. Um, I would always go to your GP and sort of guess, get, if you're worried about any hormone imbalances, go to your GP first. And if any sort of you know, testing is further, testing is required, mm-hmm. they can then refer you on to um, a specialist Yeah, um, and go from there. But it depends on the issue, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that does make sense. Yeah. I mean, hormones are complicated. <laughs> a lot can interfere with hormones, especially, yeah. things like stress, especially things like stress and anxiety. They can play a big part in hormones. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, and should like people actually eat regularly to improve their metabolism? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that depends. I mean, at the start, yeah, just incorporating, you know, when I was going through recovery, I just found it a lot easier to incorporate small meals throughout the day. I just found that, that was better for mm-hmm. my digestion. Um, but, you know, everyone is, you know, is completely different and, and might do better on three meals a day versus something like five or six. So there's no one size fits all approach with it. It all depends mm-hmm. on, on the person, really. But opting to also chew your food slowly as well. Like that's something okay. that I'm been trying to do a bit better myself like mindful eating and mm-hmm. chewing your food slowly noticing your hunger and fullness cues yeah yeah um and another big thing that I think a lot of young people like myself will have seen on YouTube and on social media is the apple cider vinegar kind of movement um does that actually <laughs> improve your metabolism I love how you say movement yeah <laughs> Um, I mean, do you know what? Like, I tried apple cider vinegar once, but it literally burned my throat, and it wasn't a very pleasant experience. Have yeah. you tried it? Um, my friend did. I I'm not a fan of like strong like flavors like that, so I avoided it. But I know, like on YouTube, you would have a bit of apple cider vinegar diluted with water, and some would even add like lemon or turmeric in. Yeah, um, so that's quite intense. I know. Oh God, that sounds even worse. That would like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start your morning. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Certainly going to wake you up. <laughs> um, no, there is no evidence to say that apple cider vinegar will improve your metabolism at all. Uh, that is, there's no clinical studies done on that at all, and then that is a big, you know, myth going around social media that I, I do see a lot. Yeah. And, um you know I thought to myself at one point when I even saw it before I became you know a nutritional therapist because someone claimed on social media that it helped with digestion as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah because oh, because of the acidity um of apple cider vinegar but there is absolutely no claims to, to that at all and there's no evidence to support that um you know so don't you know be full always question these you know where did they get this information from 
is this, you know, was there any evidence for this? Has it been backed up in clinical trials? You know, getting, getting into the habit of asking ourselves those questions because, um, you know, improving digestion, like, yeah, amazing me as an example of like, I've had so many digestive issues, like, in the past of like IBS and, and, and I'm bloating, my digestion was just, you know, was always awful. And I really worked hard on like reducing my stress and anxiety because it just really Im- impacted my digestion. Um, so most of it is stress and just sort of making time to eat your food and not eating it in a stressed out state, taking a deep breath before you sit down and eat your meal. So you can tap into your kind of parasympathetic state, so your rest and digest state. Uh, okay mm-hmm. yeah I mean that's that's the best thing that anyone can do to help aid their digestion if there is like IBS or digestive issues going on um I mean most of it is sort of you know with most people stress or anxiety it's not actually um the food um but yeah the apple cider vinegar unfortunately there was no evidence and I just don't think it tastes nice no it does not taste nice no <laughs> <laughs> I mean don't drink it put it on a salad instead <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, that's a good shout actually <laughs> um, and what is kind of like the relationship between gut and metabolism does the gut actually play quite a big role in your metabolism yeah I mean there's a lots of this is quite new the gut is still a very new area and yeah. there is still a lot of research going into it um which is why I'm fascinated with it and I like to keep up with the latest sort of you know research on gut health but, you know, having um, a healthy, you know, diverse gut microbiome is key to our overall health. So we know that now and there's studies obviously going into that. So, you know, 70 percent of your immune system is, is within your gut. Um, OK, so we, we know that now. And diversity is is king for digestion. So the more diverse you know, gut microbiome you have and good gut bugs, the mm-hmm. better your digestion. So having that diversity within your diet is key. So, you know, I always see on social media or in the media, sort of, you should cut this out or we should cut Mm. this and we should do that. Why don't, what we should be looking at is what we can add into our diet in terms of, you know, more variety. I don't know if you've seen that a lot on the media about cut this out, put this in or. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about what we can add into the diet that's going to create diversity, better digestion, mm-hmm. um, better health overall and um, energy too. But the gut microbiome is a, obviously a very new area in it and it's really fascinating. Yeah. Do um, like macros in that play into that as well? Macros? Yeah. Well, you've got your macros. So you get macros, obviously, your proteins, carbohydrates and fats. Yes, yeah, so there's certain carbohydrates that help to feed the good gut bacteria mm-hmm. uh, within our gut so that's lots of like fibrous foods so if you think about like potatoes with the skins on like fi- fiber and things like legumes fruits again those those types of fibers uh, for the gut bacteria they're essential yeah sure so variety is king look at what you can add into your diet <laughs> yeah yeah no well that was really really helpful um, I think that was all the questions I really had on this topic so thank you for your time answering them No problem. Thank you, Abby. Thank you. Bye. To summarise, weight gain is unfortunately a process that has to happen during your eating disorder recovery. 
if you gain more weight than what you originally were, this is normal. Your weight will eventually return back to where it's supposed to be. Just try and trust the process. Nutrition is key to improving your metabolism. Variety in the diet is king. Look at what you can add into your diet rather than what you can cut out of your diet. Remember to increase your food intake slowly and spread your meals throughout the day, if this works for you. Remember to include healthy fats within your diet. These are essential for our immune system and our hormones. Rest. So remember that rest is essential for your body. Remember your metabolism is optimized during rest. So it's essential that you're getting your seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Balancing your blood sugar. This is also key for a healthy metabolism. Remember, eating carbohydrates is essential for energy. This also will help to fuel your metabolism. Remember, your brain is saturated with glucose receptors. So feed your brain, feed your body. Your brain uses 20% of your daily energy intake. Carbs are your friend, not your enemy. Carbohydrates are also essential for feeding your gut bacteria. So there are certain types of fibers found in carbohydrates, such as sweet potato, that help to feed your good gut bacteria. Also including foods such as legumes, which are also essential for your gut bacteria. There is no evidence that apple cider vinegar improves your metabolism. Remember, your energy expenditure is determined by your genetics. Signs your metabolism is speeding up. You have better digestion. You have more energy. You feel warmer. You have an increased appetite, which is a good thing. You feel stronger. You have better sleep and your hormones are balanced. Thank you so much for listening to the Gen Up podcast. I've been your host, Jenny Tomei. You can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at AskGenUp and on my website at genup.com. If you visit my website, you'll find lots of different resources available there. Please like, subscribe and share.